Hello and welcome to another episode of our Brothers Creed podcast where we talk about motivation, experiences, and exploring the world around us. We're the Thomas Brothers. I'm Jared. And I'm Ethan. And today we're going to be talking about a topic that's very near and dear to my heart, Rocky. <laughs> that's right. Um, yeah, we're, today we're going to be kind of uh, analyzing, Jared and I both love the Rocky franchise, um, so we're going to kind of be analyzing some of our favorite Rocky movies, going through his struggles and what he has to overcome and talking a little bit how that relates to the podcast of motivation yeah absolutely it's gonna be it's gonna be great we got some good clips to share so uh you can you'll you'll be able to hear them but if also if you want to go to youtube and check it out uh, you can do that too yeah we'll uh we'll patch them in so you can see them on there as well all right let's do it okay you can't climb the ladder of success with your hands in the pocket we will not go quietly into the night. They tell me you're a man with true grit. I am the one who knocks. Don't ever tell me what I can't do, ever! That's how winning is done. Okay, so today uh, we're going to be talking about Rocky. Um, I remember, so growing up we didn't have um, cable. And this was in the days like pre- Netflix and and Amazon where you could just stream whatever movie you wanted. This is when you used to watch movies over and over and over and over again. Yeah. Hundreds of times. So we would go, sometimes we'd go on vacation uh, over like Thanksgiving. We'd go to the beach or we'd go to the mountains or whatever. And it just, it seemed like there was always a Rocky Marathon on on during vacation or Rambo marathon or Rambo marathon. So all I wanted to do was I wanted to sit there and I wanted to watch like all five Rocky movies. But then dad was like, what dad say? You were paying to be here on vacation. All you want to do is watch TV. Turn off that TV. Go outside. Enjoy, enjoy the vacation. Which he's absolutely right. (laughs) Yeah. Looking back on it now, it's like, yeah, I completely get it. <laughs> but as a kid, it's like, man, I, I don't have access to these movies at home. And I just loved them. I just soaked them up. And it was just like, you know, trying to figure that out. And so there's a commercial like every five minutes. So yeah. it's like takes literally so long to watch it. Yeah. So um, now, luckily, uh, we can just uh, basically do whatever, you know, watch watch whenever we want. I think for for one uh, birthday or Christmas or something like that, my wife actually bought me all the Rocky DVDs. Um, Same here. I think yeah. I've had them for a long time. But yeah. But, great. I mean, we didn't even have a DVD player for a long time because who watches <laughs> DVDs anymore? But That's true. <clears throat> um, so what we kind of do is we kind of want to walk through some of these Rocky movies, and uh, I'm going to talk about some of the earlier ones. Um, Jared is going to talk about uh, one of the newer-ish ones. Um, and then how that kind of relates to motivation. So obviously, maybe for some of the listeners out there that are not Rocky fans, maybe I'll give a brief overview of the beginning of Rocky's story, right? So Rocky is this kind of this, I would say, lower intelligence guy. He's kind of like a, he's kind of muscle, right? He's a, he's a boxer. He uh, works for... Uh, kind of a loan shark who loans people monies, and he's kind of like the the hitman. Thumb right? he's, the, he's the he's the collector. So whenever the people owe this guy his boss his boss money, he goes and he collects the money. Um, he's not very good at it though, because the one time the guy gets on, he's like, "If I tell you to break his thumbs, you break his thumbs." And he's like, "Well, if I broke his thumbs, then he wouldn't be able to work." And you know, I was just figured, and he's like, "You let me do the figuring, rock." <laughs> yeah. Well, he goes and the guy's like, "I can tape up my thumb and make it look like you broke it," and and. <laughs> And so it's kind of it's comical, right? Uh, he tries to do the right thing. He's a good guy. He's just he's he's not very educated, um, but he's doing the best that he can with the life that he's got, right? And uh, he's been called a bum. A lot of people call him a bum. So he's a boxer. He's just a very low time boxer, low level. Um, and there is the the heavyweight champion of the world, Apollo Creed, right? Apollo Creed is he is this big wig, super rich. I mean, he's the champ, right? And he has a scheduled fight to fight this guy, some some other guy. Well, the other guy, I think he like breaks his hand or he gets in a car accident or he gets hurt and he can't fight. And so basically they turn it around and they say, okay, well, let's, they don't want to ruin the promotion of the fight that's already been building up and he's been training for. They don't want to waste it. And so they say, well, let's give a, let's give a low level boxer, like a no name 
let's give them a shot at the title, right? Yeah. And they're just thinking, I mean, it's going to be a nobody. Exhibition. Yeah. And and it's, it's so basic. Well, it's not an exhibition. At this point, they actually do, um, they, it, I mean, it's for the title, right? So if, if he won, then he, then Rocky would get the title. Uh, so what they do is they go out and they find this, the, this low level boxer and they kind of land on Rocky because he's the, he's the Italian stallion is his nickname and his, uh, he's kind of like the, the, the people of Philadelphia love him and, 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 and Creed wants to be the hero coming in and giving this guy a chance. And so, um, and the most, they mainly fell in love with his name, the Italian stallion. Yeah. So and it, it was on like 4th of July or something like that. So he's like, there's nothing more American Italian stallion versus Apollo Creed. This is be the fight of the century. Or something yeah. Like that. Um, he's a showman. Paulo Creed's a show, showman. Oh, definitely. And uh, so they they end up having this fight. Rocky um, gets a guy named Mickey to train him, and he he's just this old. Mickey's an old old boxer and trainer, so he trains him. And um, the ending of basically Rocky One. I mean, I don't want to ruin the movie, but he goes the distance, right? He goes all rounds, all of the rounds with Apollo. They. And that's they, what he wanted to do. Yeah, so they come down to the end. He, he at the beginning he said, "I'm he said I'm not expecting to win. I just want to go the distance." If that last bell rings and I'm still standing. Yeah, then I'll know that I've gone the distance. Yeah, as we said. And so uh, he ends up going the distance, but um, then uh, the the fight just by points alone goes to goes to Creed. But Creed's upset. Ain't he, gonna be no rematch. He says, "Ain't gonna be no rematch." But there's there's a rematch, right? <laughs> yeah. There's uh, a Rocky two, Rocky three, well, Rocky four, Rocky yeah, five. <laughs> yeah. Well, the thing is, is like, uh, the first one is actually like a love story. Yeah. I watched it back, and it's actually almost more of a love story between him and Adrian than it is. He has a friend named Polly who works as a meat packinger, uh, a meat packing company, and his sister is name is uh, Adrian. Everybody knows Adrian, you know, and so he falls in love with it. Really, it's this like weird courtship between Rocky and Adrian, uh, you know. And so uh, she's kind of uh, like an old maid type thing, and and uh, in fact, the one guy says, "I you know I heard you, I heard she's retarded, and like you should take her to the zoo. I hear retards like the zoo." And and he goes like, "Oh, shut up, you know." And then what's weird is in the second one when he proposes to her, he, he proposes takes, he takes her to the zoo. Uh, but but I mean, little did you know, I mean, Adrian is like super smart, and she's like on top of it, and it's just really cool to see the character development between yeah, them two. But is. yeah, I completely agree. It is. Almost like a love story, much as it is rock. And story. the fighting, honestly, it's not that good. Like well, you can see like, the big wolves. This stuff. is like late. Uh, this mid seventies. I thought it was in the eighties. No, it's early eighties, mid seventies. Oh really? Um, so basically, um, you know, Rocky two. There's a rematch. Between, it starts right at the beginning. It starts right when they're at the, going to the hospital. Yep. And and Paul Cruz is like, "You want to fight right now? I'll fight you right now." And he's like, "Dude, I thought you said." I think he says, Are, "Is this guy serious?" Yeah, because they're like in the hospital in wheelchairs, yeah. and because Creed, because Creed was supposed to whoop him, and he was embarrassed, and he was embarrassed. So, and two, they fight again, and uh, spoiler alert, right? Rocky beats him by points. By point, no, he knocks him out. Oh, he does it. Yeah, KO? so he, he he knocks him out, and they both get knocked out at the end, and then they're both trying to stand up at the very last, and then and then Rocky ends up standing up, and Creed falls down at the count, and oh, uh, yeah, because huh. it's a ten count. So, um, so I wanted to get into probably, well, my favorite Rocky movie is, um, Rocky four. So that's a good one. Rocky four is my favorite movie. That's, that's the one where he fights Ivan Drago, the Russian. Um, that's probably just my favorite one, but I felt that the third one, Rocky three is, is there's so much plot in there. There's so much storyline and really this is where, I kind of got a lot of motivation from from the Rocky movies. So, um, so Rocky three starts out where he is um, he just beat Apollo Creed, and so he is now the heavyweight champion of the world, right? And basically, it goes through. There's a time period. It's about three years where Rocky maintains his title, and at the beginning of the movie, you know he's. They bought this huge mansion, and now they're they, you know he's buying all these motorcycles, all these cars, and all this different kind of stuff. Fancy and robots. Yeah, I mean they got all kinds of money, and so because he's winning all these fights, he's the heavyweight champion of the world, and um, so he he defends himself 
against uh, some people that are trying to take the title from him. Um, and he and he beats them all, right? So he gets to a certain point to where, you know, Mickey, his trainer, he's still training him, and he's he's living in his house with him in this big house that, that he has. And um, he uh, gets to the point to where um, there's this one guy... Uh, he's kind of, Rocky's kind of coasting at this point, right? He's just winning every fight, and he's just he's the champ. He's the champ. So there's this one guy that comes up. His name's Clover Lang, right? Everybody else probably knows him as Mr. T. And he's got feathers on his earrings and these big gold chains. Yeah, so Clover Lang is... Clubber? Is it Clubber? Clubber. Okay. Clubber Lang is Mr. T, right? The guy who plays Mr. T. Oh, before you get into that, he also fights... Hulk Hogan or Thunder Lips. <laughs> he does. That's and a, a WWE match. At the yeah, end of the that, movie, that was like an cool. exhibition fight for charity. And yeah, that's very funny. It gets crazy, but yeah, Thunder Lips. <laughs> that's a funny one. Um, but uh, so there's this guy, Clover Lang, who's kind of like a, he's kind of a no-name guy, but he's big and he's strong and he's moving up the ranks in the boxing world. And he wants a shot at the title. And so, but he, and he's got that grit. I mean, he's training in the basements and in the muck and the mire. And he's just like, I mean, he's, he's got grit. And meanwhile, you know, Rocky, he's just, I mean, he's living, he's living the life, man. And so there's a couple different, um, activities or, or, or like, uh, there's a, they make a statue to Rocky and then he goes there and he's given a speech and Clubber Lang comes down, is giving him a hard time and saying, Oh, you know, I might as well fight your woman because you're not man enough to fight me. And he's just egging him on trying to get him to fight. So eventually, uh, Rocky agrees to, to fight him for the, for the title. And, um, uh, Mickey, he's kind of, he's like, man, I don't know. I wouldn't do that. You know? And at this same point, Rocky kind of finds out that, um, that Mickey had kind of was kind of carrying him a little bit. He had kind of given him easy fights. He, he kind of given him some easy fights. These guys that were maybe past their prime a little bit to to, to whenever he was defending his title, and that really upset him. Right? He was kind of, he's kind of lost a little bit of his confidence. Um, but he goes in and and he starts training for this fight with with uh, Mister T, and. Um, you kind of this training montage, right? You have Mr. T and he's doing pull-ups and he's grunting, he's yelling and he's like, you know, got this, this grit and this grind that he's going for. And you see Rocky, he like rents out the, the, uh, this whole hotel, like the bottom area of this whole hotel. And, and he has like all these fancy gold, you know, gold boxing ring that he puts up and he's got all these fancy machines and he's like, jump rope in and it's just like it's all like the, the paparazzi's all there and he, it's for the show right and yeah. he he doesn't realize mickey realizes what's going on but rocky doesn't realize he he doesn't know that he's kind of lost his edge right um so he he comes into um uh the fight and he's he's looking good you know he's in good shape he knows how to train um but uh, Clubber Lang, Mr. T, he's he's prepared. And within two rounds, Rocky is so gassed and so beat up, he doesn't even know what happens. And um, uh, Mr. T knocks him out in the third round. Well, right before the fight, you missed the most important piece. Well, yeah. So Mickey had been having heart problems. And there he had this tussle in like the kind of the lobby area. With Clubber. Yeah, so Rocky and Mr. T had some, or Clubber, had some, a tussle in the lobby, and Mickey kind of jumped in to kind of try to stop it or whatever. He kind of got pushed, and he had a heart attack, and he went back to the locker room, and Rocky was all thrown off, and he was like, Mickey, you know, he, he, he was worried about Mickey, and he didn't know what the fight and everything. Well, Mickey died in the locker room during the fight. So Rocky gets back after three rounds. After being knocked out, he gets back to the locker room, and Mickey's lying there. You know, he had died of the heart attack while he was fighting, and, um, you know, it was just it was a bad situation, right? It was bad all around. <laughs> yeah. So Rocky, he is broken, 
right? He is just broken. He he doesn't know who he is anymore. He doesn't know what he's doing. He doesn't. I mean, he's just completely lost. So I'm gonna play a clip here. This is from. Um, it's a little bit after the fight. Um, for for those of you who are listening, you'll be able to hear it. Um, if you want to see it, go over. You hop over to YouTube and, and you'll be able to see it on there. Um, but basically, just a little pre-game of this, um, Rocky goes back to the original gym. Uh, he, he originally was training at Mickey's uh, gym, and he goes back to that gym, and uh, he's just kind of walking around. It's all dilapidated and falling apart, but he's walking around. He's just kind of reminiscing. What are you doing here? Business. So, here we go. If the papers knew we were talking like this, they'd think we was crazy. Why you? Because I'm the best. Yeah, this, one is, this movie was pretty good. There was so much in it. Why? It, like... <laughs> Oh, here we go. What's the real reason? So this is Apollo it's, Creed. It's quiet, isn't it? When you retire, it's too quiet. I mean, we're too young to retire anyway. Besides, with the right touch, I could promote this thing into the biggest gate of all time. It'd be bigger than ours. Heaven knows, I, I don't mind being involved with large numbers, right? I don't need this no more. I, I don't want this no more. Look, man, when you beat me, I hurt all over, and I didn't want to know from nothing or nobody, not even my kids. Yeah. But hell, every fighter knows that hurt, and we get sick inside trying to live with it, so don't back off now. Make it right for yourself, or you'll be sorry you didn't. We held the greatest title in the whole world, babe. You lost that fight, Rock, for all the wrong reasons. You lost your edge. All right. I know your manager dying had you all messed up inside. But the truth is, you didn't look hungry. Now, when we fought, you had that eye of the like tiger and the edge. And now you've got to get it back. And the way to get it back is to go back to the beginning. You know what I mean? <laughs> Maybe we could win it back together. I have the tiger, tiger man. <laughs> right? So I have the tiger. It's the cream <laughs> thrill of the fight. Yeah, so um it's uh he's he's in there and he's kinda of reminiscent. Apollo comes comes and just kind of surprises him at this gym. He's like, Man, let's do it. He's like, You got you, you we gotta get you back the eye of the tiger. And so at from this point on Apollo, who in the first two movies was like his arch enemy, right? Yeah. And and Rocky even said, if the papers knew that we were talking like this, they'd they'd go crazy. And uh, Apollo Apollo offers to train him. He says, I'm going to train you. I'm going to teach you. I'm going to help you find, get back that eye of the tiger, that that grit that he had when he fought Apollo in the first two fights. Yeah. So um, really cool. So basically they start... uh, they start training, right? And they start, they go back to the beginning, is how Apollo calls it. And they go back to, uh, it's like, I think it's in LA or something like that, where Apollo's yeah. original gym yeah. is like this dungeon of a gym with all these guys in it. And it's just grungy and nasty. And Apollo's like, we got to go back to the beginning. And it's like Ronnie Coleman's gym. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, seriously. So, so he starts training Rocky, and he's doing everything along with him, and he's kind of saying, "Okay, he teaches him a whole different way of, you know, floating around the ring." And this and is all the one they're running along the beach together. Yeah, and so that you know they they they're doing sprints on the beach and all this kind of stuff, and and basically changing his fighting style to a certain extent, so that he can he's almost relearning how to to box. But is the, this the whole one where he time, learns his fight lefty, or is that, is that Rocky Four? Uh, I think that's about no, that's no. Rocky well, Rocky is a southpaw. Oh, he does um, fight righty and switches in, in Rocky two. In Rocky two, Mick teaches him how to fight right-handed uh-huh. and then to switch and yeah, to yeah. throw and because he's trying to throw Apollo off. Yeah. But, um. So the whole time they're training and Apollo's training Rocky, you can just tell he's not in it. He's going through the motions, man. He's just 
he's just kind of like, you know, doing what he asks and, but he's, he's quitting early. He's not running through the finish line. He's not, you know, giving it his all. He's just, he's not really progressing. And the whole time, you know, Apollo, he's, he's boxing with him and, and he's just kind of doing this like practice boxing with him, sparring, sparring with him. And I mean, Apollo is just raking him over the coals and he's like, Apollo's like, come on, man, what are you doing? What are you doing? You're, you're acting like a bum, you know? And, and Rocky's just like, oh, yo, I'm having a bad day or whatever. And um, so finally you get to this scene where they're running on the beach and Apollo and Rocky are racing and Adrian is there at the beach, his wife, and she's watching. Uh, and he, she's been there with him this whole time in this place and, and supporting him and encouraging him and everything else, but she knows that there's something wrong too. So Rocky and Apollo are racing, and as they're racing, it's kind of the slow-mo, you know, the muscles are like flapping in the wind <laughs> as they're running, and uh, d- typical 80s style, right? So yeah. this is, I think it was, this is mid-80s, and um, uh, they're running, and as they're running in this slow motion, Rocky gets these flashbacks of Clubber Lang just punching him in the face. I mean, just like, oh, just beating him up and, and he, him falling down on the mat and just being all beat up. And so he's, he's almost got kind of PTSD to a certain extent. He's, he's, he's keeps seeing these flashbacks and then he just, he's running during this while he's having these flashbacks. And then he just kind of stops running. Right. And Apollo runs through the finish line and, and Rocky's just kind of turns around and just, he stopped running and he just kind of walks down to the water and Apollo, um, looks at Adrian and he goes, he goes, that's it. He's done. Like, there's no fight left. He's done. Yeah. And um, I want to ask you something important. And I so, want you to tell me the truth. Yeah. So, well, well, no, no, I don't have that whole clip. I, I have. So this is the clip to where Adrian here? basically says, "Okay, let me go talk to him." So Adrian goes down to the water and she's. It's over talk because to you him. want so it to be over. I'm glad. I do. It's just. You've never quit anything since I've known you. You wake up after a few years thinking you're a winner, but you're not. You're really a loser. Nothing is real if you don't believe in who you are. I don't believe in myself no more. Don't you understand? What if I don't believe? That's it. He's finished. It's over. That's it. You want to hear me say it? You want to break me down? All right, I'm afraid. For the first time in my life, I'm afraid. I'm afraid, too. There's nothing wrong with being afraid. There is. For me, there is. Why, you're human, aren't you? Look, I don't know what I am. All I know is I'm a liar. I'm afraid you're going to be remembered as a coward, that you're not a man anymore. Well, none of it's true. And it doesn't matter if I tell you. It doesn't matter because you're the one that's got to settle it. Get rid of it. Because when all the smoke is cleared and everyone's through chanting your name, it's just going to be us. And you can't live like this. We can't live like this. Because it's going to bother you for the rest of your life. Look what it's doing to you now. Paula thinks you can do it. So do I. But you, you gotta wanna do it for the right reasons. Not for the guilt over Mickey. Not for the people. Not for the title. Not for money or me. But for you. Just you. Just you alone. And if I lose. Talking about beating Mr. T. And you lose. But at least you lose with no excuses. No fear. And I know you can live with that. Find your why, right? I love that low piano. They did that in Rocky Balboa a lot, and I like that. Yeah. So he's like, what if I lose? And he goes, then you lose, but you don't have any excuses. You know you gave it your all. And so this is the classic Rocky montage, right? So right after this conversation, what does it go? It goes, bum, 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 bum. And it goes right into him training. And it's like he's training with Apollo, and now he starts he starts beating Apollo when they run. He starts getting all the different things Apollo's trying to teach him. He's he's getting faster. He's getting stronger. You know, he's swimming in the pool, and he's actually, like, enjoying it. He's enjoying the process because, you know, he... he he found his he why. He found his why, yep. right? wasn't for anybody else. You know, nobody else is going to motivate him. Apollo's been trying to motivate him for months as they're training. But, you know, his why was, you know, just he was scared. And he needed to get over that. 
And I just, I love that. I love that. What a supportive wife, by the way. Yeah. She's sure. great. Adrian's great. Yeah. Her, her character, like you said earlier, her character transformation is so great. Yeah. So for me, you know, it, this is the classic Eye of the Tiger. I'm sure most everybody's heard the song, The Eye of the Tiger. And that's what, uh, that's what Rocky lost, but then he found he found his he found that that initial or that 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 grit. He found his why, and uh, he went after it. And he ended up, um, I mean, he ended up pummeling. So they had a rematch, and he ended up uh, knocking out Clubber Lang. I don't know. I think it was in like. I don't know, five or six rounds. The fight is great and too because he's like, "You ain't so bad." I think yeah. you ain't nothing. Didn't you ain't uh, nothing. Muhammad Ali say that, or he's like, "You ain't so bad. You ain't so bad." And then he just was egging him on, and then he just yeah knocked him. Yeah, out. and this was probably one of the fights where at the end of the fight, Rocky was most like still put together, yeah. right? Like he wasn't didn't look like a, absolutely hammered. Yeah, by hammered a truck. at the end. I mean, he yeah. was like at the very end of this one, he he beats him, he knocks him down, he jumps up, and he's just like. You know, it's like a freeze, a, a, a freeze frame whenever he jumps up and like celebration and everything. So yeah, I don't know. I, I just like the progression of this movie. Yeah, um, and, and 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 how it kind of how he evolves and he kind of he kind of finds himself mm-hmm. right at the very beginning. He didn't. He was kind of in the first two movies. He was just building that self identity, and in the the third movie, he thought he had found it, thought he knew who he was. He's off the rails a little bit. Yeah, but he kind of went astray, and he, 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 together with his wife, had to rein it in. And from, I would say, from that movie on, he uh, he kind of knows who he is. You know, he's he's pretty solid. Yeah, so then the next movie is Rocky crazy. Four. Rocky Four is good, but the thing, about, the thing that about Rocky Four is a vengeance. It's a vengeance clip. And that's really what it is, and we talk, we actually we just recorded the episode uh, uh, "Vengeance." Uh, when it, we we did a, uh, a loyalist episode about uh, forgiveness and, and about vengeance and stuff. So uh, definitely go check that out on our Patreon page. You can uh, subscribe for access to that and lots of other exclusive content. So yeah, exactly. So, uh, but uh, the the premise of that one is so there's this Russian Ivan Drago who is like this powerhouse. Uh, and, steroid induced yeah and he's like the government the russian the commies have got them all jacked up with all their scientists and stuff and injecting steroids in him and i think that's actually in the movie isn't yeah, it yeah they say anything he hits he destroys <laughs> <laughs> and then so apollo creed is like i gotta take this this is my shot this well is- he wants to fight rocky Apollo? No, no, the Ivan Drago, the oh, Russian, yeah, they yeah. come to America and they want the title. So he wants to fight Rocky. But Apollo's like, no, I got to whoop this chump first. I got to whoop this chump yeah. first. And then he, Apollo makes a big show out of it. And and uh, he wasn't ready, though. And uh, he basically gets out there and it, the the the, um, the bell rings and he's like, you will lose. I will break you. And uh, Apollo's like, oh, no. He like hits his gloves. He has the top of his gloves. His hands the, don't even move. And the, the Russian's this guy's hands a don't robot. Even move. He's like a mountain of a robot. And then so Rock and Rocky's kind of help ringside Rocky, training for yeah. uh and uh, he's like, Whatever you do, don't throw in the towel. Don't throw in the towel. And Which means you forfeit the fight. Yeah. So and, and a trainer will do that if they feel like the the boxer's life is in danger or something's wrong. Because sometimes, you know, a boxer will just keep going until they die because they have that eye of the tiger until the death. Cat, uh, curiosity killed the cat. <laughs> and that's exactly what happened is that uh, uh, Ivan Drago pounded his, just pounded him and he just beat him so bad and and and, Ro- and Apollo would go to the corner and he's just like, don't throw the towel, don't throw the towel, don't do that to Don't me. stop this fight, he said. Yeah, don't, don't stop this fight for anything and then Rocky didn't do it and he ends up getting knocked out and having like a mini seizure and then he dies. He dies. Yeah, and then uh, Apollo dies. Apollo dies, and then Rocky looks up at him, and he's like, "If he," and then Ivan Drago says, "If he dies, he dies. He dies. I'm the best. I'm the greatest. I cannot be beaten." And then Rocky's like, he gets like the eye of like the the vengeance, or like the the eye of the eagle. <laughs> hey guys, just wanted to take a quick break and say thank you for listening today, and invite you to support us on Patreon. As a loyalist supporter, you get access to two additional episodes per month which are not released publicly. You can find the link to our Patreon page in the episode description. Let's get back to the show. Yeah, right. So yeah. so then Rocky basically challenges Drago to a fight. Yeah. And then and he goes to Russia. Without without telling Adrian. Adrian didn't even know. Oh, yeah, because like he's doing with all the brain damage kind of stuff. No, no, that's after, that's after oh, the fourth that's one. A, okay. So he challenges Ivan Drago to a fight, 
And then Adrian comes home that night and there's a bunch of reporters in the driveway and they're like, you know, uh, Adrian or, or Mrs. Balboa, are you going to be going to Russia for the fight? And she's like, I have no idea what you're talking about. They like ambush her. So she goes inside and Rocky tells her, I took the fight. I'm going to Russia and I'm going to fight this guy. Yeah. And she's like, you don't need to. You know, Apollo wouldn't want you to do this. He's going to kill you. You can't do it. You can't win, she says. Yeah. She literally says, you can't win. And um, well, after seeing Apollo Creed get killed, I mean, yeah. oh my gosh. She and so he, he goes anyway. He goes to Russia. And then she comes and joins him. Yeah. And he's so like old school training. He's like lifting logs and he's like running up mountains. Chopping and like down trees. Drago on top yeah. of the mountains and stuff. And that's, that, that. I mean, this is like, okay, this is classic Rocky film, right? So he goes to Russia um, and he's training by himself. And it's kind of, I mean, he's he's working hard. He's motivated. He wants his vengeance on to, for Apollo and everything. Doesn't he have Apollo's trainer there with him? Apollo's uh, original Duke, trainer is, yeah, is, uh, is there with him. And... Um, so he uh, he he's training, but he's his his mind or his body is in it, but his head was in, or his heart was in it. Let's say, but his head wasn't in it, um, or vice versa. Regardless, um, but basically, uh, Adrian comes to Russia and surprises him, and he kind of comes back from training one day, and she's in the cabin that they're staying at, and she walks out in this big parka because it's all like six feet of snow everywhere, yeah. and she says, she says, "I'm with you." no matter what. And he goes, no matter what? And she looks at him and goes, no matter what. And then what happens right after that? (laughs) (laughs) Training montage. And it gets in and he's like motivated and he's killing it and he's He's walking in the six foot snow and like, yeah. Yeah. So that, that, and then at the end he, you know, he he goes and he uh, fights Ivan Drago and he finally, and the fight is just, that's a, it's an excellent fight. It's an fight. epic fight, yeah. He, he, he boxes and boxes and he finally cuts him in the eye and he's like, oh, he's cut, he's, he's cut. cut. And he's, yeah. he's not a machine, he's a man. Yeah, and then, uh, you know, at the end, the in, the communists are all embarrassed that, you know, he's losing and, you know, they're like, Drago, kill him, you know, kill him. And, and then he, he grabs his trainer and holds him up. He's like, I fight for me. Yeah. He tosses the guy and... Uh, he tells his trainer his, uh, he, he tells him he's like a, Drago tells his trainer he's like a piece of iron talking about Rocky like he's like punching a piece of iron he's just yeah hard and so uh yeah so the, at the end uh, at the end of the fight he ends up uh, beating Drago and then he's like gives a speech about communism and about well accepting if, others and loving others and if I if we can change then you can change and all this we can everybody's all change. can change <laughs> so it, it's a it's a it's kind of a cool thing just about like you know but it, it, that's a good movie and then the fifth one. Uh, so Rocky, two, yeah. give a two minute synopsis of the fifth one. So Rocky Which Five, sucks. he comes, he comes. <laughs> no, I, I kind of like the fifth one, but he comes back from Russia, right? And well, at the very beginning of the fifth one, he's in the showers after the fight with Drago, and he can't stop shaking. He's kind of having like these seizures, and he's like, "Get Adrian, get Adrian!" Right? And he's like, he can't. Re- he, he's having like memory loss. He's talking. He's like, he's talking about like, you know, where's Mickey at? Where's Mickey at? And Mickey died, you know, years ago. Yeah. Um. And so whenever he gets back to the States, they go to the doctor and they find out he's got brain damage um, from fighting his whole life, but mostly from getting pummeled in the face by a steroid-induced Russian. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So basically they say if he fights again, he will, you you will have permanent brain damage. And um, And then Polly loses all of his money. So whenever they went to Russia, um, basically their accountant had... Uh, told Polly to get Rocky to sign this paper, and it was a basically it was a power of attorney for all of their finances. And the accountant um, was making an investment, a very risky investment, with all of Rocky's money, and he ended up losing it all. And so they got back, and they didn't have any money. Basically, they were broke as a joke, right? So they were they sold off the house, off the cars, off everything. I mean, they didn't have any money. Their accountant had lost it all and then he and then he obviously ran and and went to i think they said he went to the caribbean or something um so basically rocky he's poor he can't fight anymore he wants to take another fight to make some more money but adrian's like no you're gonna get brain damage and so he ends up training this guy named tommy gun who's kind of an up-and-coming boxer um and he trains him and he's 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 kind of telling him all his secrets and he's doing really good but then this guy gets a hot head and he ends up, he wants a shot at the title, but Rocky's like, you're not ready yet. You're not ready yet. 
and uh, he basically just blows Rocky off, gets a different trainer um, uh, who basically is like a promoter, and he wins the title and everything, but um, you know he's basically just a pawn for this other promoter guy. And Rocky's like, I told you, and, and Tommy Gunn gets all mad at Rocky, and they end up having a fist fight, a brawl, fight. and a street fight. And Rocky wins, of course. Um, what about the brain damage? So, well, he, I don't know. I mean, I mean yeah, it gets forgotten. Yeah, it's, it's continuity errors, but it's fine. Yeah, that's why this is not my favorite. Because uh, it's mainly depressing. Uh, but so the next one, so that was like the main installments. That one was like late '80s. That yeah. one came out. So then you know, take a break for several, several years, and so this is where kind of the Rocky Balboa comes into play. And if you think about like the movie called the movie Rocky, called Balboa. Rocky Balboa, if you think about the Rocky and Sylvester Stallone, his career, he had his time. His heyday was really the '80s and '90s. Really, in the 2000s. He started to really slip. Uh, his career, he had passed his prime. I mean, he was like... You're talking about Sylvester Stallone Sylvester in general? Sylvester Stallone in general, okay. yeah. He was in like Spy Kids 3. I mean, like... so he was, was a good movie. He, he was kind of desperate for uh, for gigs. And and so Rocky Balboa was a movie that was about, you know, Rocky coming back into the limelight. And it was kind of like coming to prove something again. And so Sylvester... It was kind of a, almost similar to the way Sylvester Stallone was coming back. And... Um, Sylvester Stallone directed, produced, uh, and acted in the movie. And uh, the movie, really the premise is that uh, there's this uh, ESPN-like virtual fight between the current champ is Mason the Line Dixon and Rocky Balboa, a former champion. Uh, and, the, you know, the fight is on ESPN, and it, it was like, you know, I think it shows Rocky getting knocked out, and everybody's like, oh, you know, this, is, this would be a great fight or whatever. This is... Uh, and uh, it was like a video game fight. Yeah, and so Rocky's like, well, you know, I might take it, and uh, he has a grown son at, at the time, uh, who's Milo Ventimiglia. He's he's a great actor, uh, and his son is kind of feels like he's living in his dad's shadow, and like the only reason why everybody takes him seriously is because he has Balboa as his last name, and uh, what what's interesting about the show is that. Um, it kind of progresses, and, and Rocky's like, "Okay, I'm going to take this fight." And there, there are two kind of really cool parts of the show uh, that I like. And, and one here that I'm going to show is when he he has to go to the, before the the boxing board uh, to get this approval to be able to do this fight. Uh, so he had to like pass a bunch of physical tests and then get the approval. Mr. Balboa, yeah. you're welcome here. Since you're rep- so, this is when he's before the uh, the board, and they're kind of a uh, He's seeing what the results were. So I, I like this, what he says and what his speech is here. Presenting yourself, we invite you to make an opening statement if you'd like to. No, I was just curious how I did. That's all. All right, Wells. The medical advisory board has informed us that the battery of tests to which you've been subjected, you've passed these tests with flying colors. And we congratulate you for that. Thanks. However, this commission, in good conscience, Cannot recommend you for a license. Note, note that he's very old. And we therefore deny your application. Maybe fifties or something. Didn't I do what you asked? Yes, you did. So I should get a license, right? Not exactly. So why'd you give me all them tests if you was never passing me? We've got to stand by our decision here, and we have to deny your request for a license at this time. So he has to have the license in order to fight the heavyweight. Yep. Yo, don't I got some rights? What rights do you think you're referring to? Rights, like in that official paper that they wrote down the street there? That's the Bill of Rights. Yeah, yeah, the Bill of Rights. Don't it say something about going after what makes you happy? No, that's the pursuit of happiness. But what's your point? My point is I'm pursuing something and nobody looks too happy about it. But we're just looking out for your interests. I appreciate that, but maybe you're looking out for your interests just a little bit more. I mean, you shouldn't be asking people to come down here and pay the freight on something they paid. It's still ain't good enough. I mean, you think that's right? I mean, maybe you're doing your job, but why you got to stop me from doing mine? Because if you're willing to go through all the battling you got to go through to get to where you want to get, who's got the right to stop you? I mean, maybe some of you guys got something you never finished, something you really want to do, something you never said to somebody, something. 
and you're told no, even after you pay your dues, who's got the right to tell you that? Who? Nobody. It's your right to listen to your gut. It ain't nobody's right to say no after you earn the right to be where you want to be and do what you want to do. You know, the older I get, the more things I got to leave behind. That's life. The only thing I'm asking you guys to leave on the table is what's right. Love that speech. Like I says, I'm trying to pursue something and nobody don't look too happy about it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, typical government bureaucrats, right? Well, I guess he's this is the board of uh, boxing or whatever. But yeah, at this movie, at this point in the movie, he's an older guy. He's probably in his 50s or late or mid 50s in the movie. I think in real life, he's like 65. Uh, but it, it's not unheard of for a boxer. I think uh, I remember George Fl- uh, Foreman, I, I think, was. Uh, in his 40s when he won the championship. He was 40 years old when he won the heavyweight championship. And so, uh, you know, it's not unheard of for a, a, an older guy to win like this. So um, this is interesting. But one of the things I like about this movie is it's it's coming from, a, like Rocky Four is a cool movie, but it's all about vengeance. This movie is about, he says he's got something in his gut. He's got something in his basement. He's got a beast in the basement and he's got to get it out. And he's just, and it's reminiscent of the first Rocky when he's just like, you know, I've got something and I've got to prove it and I want to go the distance. I want to go out there and just prove to myself uh, that I can go the distance or I can last this whole fight. So it's not necessarily about winning. It's just about going the distance. And uh, and that's one thing I liked about this movie. And, and like you said, he's like, I did what I, I did what I you asked of me and this is what I want to do. Don't stand in my way. If someone pays their dues, don't stand in their, don't stand in their way. So I like that aspect of it. Too. Another aspect... Um, of this whole thing is that his son is like, this is a joke. People are making fun of you. This is, you're the butt of the joke. Uh, and his son really doesn't like that. Uh, he's accepted the fight. And so his son kind of has a confrontation with him and the speech that he gives his son, I'm sure all of you have heard it. Uh, but it's a great speech and it, it kind of talks to being, having a victim mentality. And so I want to share this. Um, it's really good. Uh, this is kind of the restaurant. His son comes to his restaurant. Rocky owns a restaurant. And uh, comes in and asks for him so they can talk to him. And Rocky's kind of talking to everybody here. And he's like, hey, let's, let's have a quick chat. Excuse me. So it's really, really good. How you doing? Glad you come by. Can I talk with you? Sure. Can you do it outside? Because it's going to be a loud talk. <laughs> and this is... Uh, so you're going through with this? Wait. Yeah, I start training tomorrow. Hey, Ralph. I made some connections. I could make some money on it's this Pauly. endorsements. Absolutely. Do that. Always looking to make money Thank off a rock. Sure. He's the okay. ultimate mooch. Although he is there you're at nervous all Nervous about the fight. They're scared to death. You don't look scared? Well, you ain't supposed to. Then you don't have to do it. Yeah, well, I think I do. You know, living with you, it hasn't been easy. People see me, but they think of you. Now with all this going on, this is going to be worse than ever. It don't have to be. No, sure it does. Why? You got a lot going on, kid. Well, my last name? That's the reason I got a decent job. That's the reason why people deal with me in the first place. Now I start to get a little ahead. I start to get a little something for myself, and this happens. Now I'm asking you as a favor. Not to go through with this, okay? This is only gonna end up bad for you, and it's gonna end up bad for me. You think I'm hurting you? Yeah, in a way you are. That's the last thing I ever wanted to do. I know that's not what you want to do, but that's just the way that it is. Don't you care what people think? Doesn't it bother you that, that people are making you out to be a joke, and that I'm gonna be included in that? Do you think that's right? Do you? You ain't gonna believe this. Well, you used to fit right here. I'd hold you up and say to your mother, this kid's gonna be the best kid in the world. This kid's gonna be somebody better than anybody ever knew. And you grew up good and wonderful. It was great just watching every day was like a privilege. Then the time come for you to be your own man and take on the world, and you did. But somewhere along the line, you changed. You stopped being you. You let people stick a finger in your face and tell you you're no good. And when things got hard, 
He started looking for something to blame, like a big shadow. Let me tell you something you already know. The world ain't all sunshine and rainbows. It's a very mean and nasty place, and I don't care how tough you are, it will beat you to your knees and keep you there permanently if you let it. You, me, or nobody is gonna hit as hard as life. But it ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. That's how winning is done. Now, if you know what you're worth, now go out and get what you're worth. But you gotta be willing to take the hits and not pointing fingers saying you ain't where you wanna be because of him or her or anybody. Cowards do that and that ain't you. You're better than that. I'm always gonna love you no matter what. No matter what happens. You're my son, you're my blood. You're the best thing in my life. But until you start believing in yourself, you ain't gonna have a life. Don't forget to visit your mother. So love that. Obviously, we use a, a portion of that where it says, "That's how winning is done." That's in our uh, our intro. Uh, such a great uh, speech there. I love how he talks about that victim mentality, not blaming others for the situation that you're in, taking responsibility for yourself, uh, and not living in a shadow or blaming something else. So love that. Um, so this is at this point in the movie, you know, his son kind of is like, "All right, you know, I understand," and and they kind of make amends. Uh, and then he goes to the fight. The fight scene in this movie is actually really good. I think it's one of the best ones with the Rockies. The fight scene is done very, I, th- I feel like it's very realistic. Um, the contacts look a lot better than some of the earlier ones. Uh, and, and really, it's really cool. They do some great cinematography with the coloring. You know, it's like at some points it's in black and white. Uh, you could, but except for the blood is in red. Uh, it, it, the cinematography around the fight is cool. Uh, there's also flashbacks to different things. One of the great, the best flashbacks I like the most uh, is one of Mix saying, "Go to him, run over him." Uh, that You're was a 200 pound Italian tank. Run over him. Yeah, that's actually that one's from Rocky too. He says, uh, I'll do it in my Mickey voice. He says, um, he says, you're a greasy, fast, 200-pound Italian tank. Go to him. Run over him. And he has like that gritty voice. Yeah. Love that one. That's an awesome quote. And so like, with all these flashbacks and stuff, and um, and then during the fight, you know, at one point he kind of falls down, and he's like thinking to himself, he's like, what was it that you told the kid? It's not about how hard you can hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. Uh, and so at the end of the fight, uh, you know, he, he goes the, he goes the distance at the fight and, and, you know, I think it was like in one of the first rounds, it was like, he landed like, like, t- t- like it was like 10 of, of 20 punches and Mason, the line Dixon landed like 59 punches. <laughs> and so, I mean, but he, he went the distance, uh, with the guy and, uh, it was obviously much younger than he was. And, uh, he's like, all right, let's go. And they kind of just walk out, uh, before they even announce cause Mason, he won by technical um, points. Points, and uh, so they're walking out, and he doesn't really care about the the results, but he's just kind of reveling in the moment. Uh, Polly asks him, "Where is the beast still there?" And he's like, "Nope, the beast is gone." Uh, and he's like, "No more fighting." Uh, and he's like, "Yep." And then also, I guess it's important to know that his his restaurant is named Adrian's. Uh, his Adrian had passed away uh, in the, in the movie. And so he, he says, go visit your mother because he's talking about going to the graveyard and visiting uh, Adrian. So uh, great movie. Uh, I love it because uh, it, it wasn't about learning losing in the fight. It was just about him going the distance, proving to himself that he could do it. Um, the motivation was there uh, in the movie and then several great speeches uh, throughout. So uh, great movie. And this was the last one we saw Rocky actually fighting. And then after this is the Creed uh, yeah, with uh, Michael B. Jordan. With the Creed franchise, I guess you yeah, could call it. Yeah, You know, I, I still watch these movies, and I look back, and they're just as I enjoy them just as much, if not more, as I get older than I did when I was when I was little. I mean, when I was little, you almost you kind of they're just cool, you know. But now it's like you you, you kind of understand the story more, and it it just relates to your life. You know, it's just these are so many ups and downs, right? There's highs and lows for everyone and I mean this 
fictional character, Rocky, uh, felt some really high highs and some really low lows. Uh, But it's just really cool to see how he um, maintained that motivation to uh, not only maybe by himself, but by support from those around him, his wife and and, and other people that were there to support him in his journey. Um, But he was able to uh, become better every day. Um, yeah. and you just see his growth like throughout the, the franchise. And, and I think it's done on purpose too. You just see how him personally, how he grows and he just becomes so much more, uh, um, just understanding. I would say just strong and, and gentle at the same time. If that, if that and, makes sense. And he's a simple man. It's almost like a Forrest Gump type of story. Right? Yeah. It's just a simple man and his story through life. And he, you know, he had the motivation and the grit to do something to der- determination to do something much like Forrest Gump, you know, with the Boa Gump shrimp and with these different things. Yeah. He had that determination. And, uh, yeah, at one point in the earlier ones, the guy's like, his, his kind of loan shark guy's like, hey, you ever heard of investing in condominiums? And he's like, I don't know. I never used them. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. He started coming into some of his money. Yeah. Yeah. So he's just a very simple guy. And, uh, that determination and grit that he had was just so powerful. And so I think it's such a cool story and a, a, a cool lesson learned. Yeah. And, and that, you know, one of the, the tenets of the podcast itself, right? The first tenet is motivation. And for us, you know, there are constantly examples of people overcoming their situations um, and being motivated to become better. And, I would say definitely a portion of my creed is built from Rocky and from my, uh, my experiences with, uh, with, with that franchise and, and, and kind of seeing this, this, you know, fictional character grow, um, and, and how he has, has been motivated and, and treated people throughout, throughout his career. So, yeah, definitely. Maybe one, if anybody knows Sylvester Stallone, we'd love to get him on the show. Uh, please just, uh, give us a shout out. You know, we'd love to have him, Come on, so any connections we have out there? Yes, <laughs> that would be awesome. So, um, yeah, this has been a great episode. Hopefully, you guys have enjoyed this as well. We love these movies. Uh, we think it's it's very motivational to us, and hopefully, you've enjoyed the clips that we've shared. And uh, you know, you know, follow us on Instagram, and we'll maybe share these, and maybe some other ones or something like that. But uh, it'll be great to talk about this on on Instagram and some different stuff. So, all right, well, yeah, follow us on Instagram a creed. Also uh, on Facebook, at a Brothers Creed. Um, we're, we're on TikTok. Follow us on Patreon. Uh, subscribe to get extra exclusive content. Um, and let's continue to build that creed together. All right, let's do it. All right.